Sounds pretty good to me. You want to try something new? Something, something, something new. You ready? One, two, three. Here you go. Trash Talk Radio, coming at you live on MP3 from a whole new spot overlooking beautiful Lake Washington. I am Les and with me as always is the Guru. Yes sir, 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 yes sir. And you know how this goes, we're here to talk a little trash on the week's worth of sports. I don't know anybody except the Guru, and the Guru knows all. Man, you know I lose something, something, man. Just a little something, man. Guru, today is episode number 39, and we're trying things a big dip, bit different because we got big plans. Big look at you. Look at you. Big plans this week. This week we're talking a little World Cup soccer, as much as we can anyway. Where is America? Who's the biggest star in the world? And what's going to happen to the rest of this tournament, Guru? Then, it's on to the NBA draft and the offseason. Winners, losers, and is this really the best part of the season? Finally, we're going to move on to, oh, and what is the deal with this Kawhi Leonard thing anyway, man? Why? Talk a little LeBron, too. I'm sure you know he's going to come in. The king. Like, you mean L.A. Bron? L.A. Bron? There we go. Then finally, you know, we're going to talk a little uh, football. Get back into it with Gurus. Going to break it down for us in the NFL with his top five. Begin where it all begins, his top five centers. Plus, you know we got the two-minute drill. We got game time. Episode 39, TTR, baby. Let's get it. Guru, I don't know. You like this with the with the song going as we are? Hey, man, I like it. We 39, man. We trying everything new, man. Keeping it fresh, we man. 39. You didn't even think about this, though. You didn't see it. I didn't see it coming. Caught you right didn't there, Didn't see it man. coming. Guru wearing right the jersey. Right there with the 39, <laughs> baby. TTR, happy 39. We're about to be 40. Freaking years, man. That's a lot. In media time, 40 episode, man. That is a lot. Man, that's not bad, man. So, Guru, how you doing, man? Man, I'm living the dream, man. Don't pinch me, man. Just living the dream, Lestro. You know, we uh, we missed last week. Let's apologize for that right off the bat. Life got in the way. You know how these things are. Life, huh? Yeah, man. The real world intrudes oh, sometimes. Man. The next thing you know. So what are you saying? This, this, this sporting world is not a real world? That's why I'm here. I don't know about you. <laughs> I'm here to distract real myself. World. See, I can't even say the world real world no without thinking about MTV, man. I just plug MTV. Man, we're showing our age. MTV, real world, baby. Oh, I love that show. <laughs> Puck, buddy. Puck, call in. That's the one I want to talk to oh, way back man. in the day. Man, they, they, the, one of the best ones was the one over here in Seattle. The I one believe. in Seattle, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Went, so. Shit, that was... 15, 25 oh years ago my now. God, that was more. It got to be more than that, dude. Getting old, getting old. Man. Well, Guru, the fine wine, man. Yeah, that's it. That's it. The uh, the big thing in this world of sports right now, though, is the World Cup, which happens once every four years in the soccer world. It's the only time America seems to care, and uh, and this year America's not even in it. Uh, are you watching the World Cup? Of course, watching the World Cup. Of now, course, man. You're this a worldly, big, worldly man yourself. This is so. the biggest spectacle in on planet Earth. Planet Earth, man. Come on, Lestro. Certainly for sports, it's been going on for the longest time. Just, it's like it's just, like soccer Olympics. Just because the biggest, basically, planet or egoistic planet or not planet, but country is not in the World Cup, don't mean it's taking a limit on the magnitude of the World 
Come. Do you think it's hurt anything here in the states with people watching it? Do you think people really care? I, you know, I don't think I don't think people even care that the U.S. national team isn't in it because even if they were, I don't think most people could name anybody on the team. You know it, what I mean? It's, of course not. Of course they don't care. You know, the U.S. is always a front-running type of. I don't want to say country. I mean, but kind of. It's kind of a front-running country. Yeah, kind of. So, yes, it is. It's a front. It's a front-run country. country. It's a front-run country. So, and that's the one of the. The most lacking deficiencies that the world know about, especially when it comes to athletics. It's soccer. It is soccer. It's so bad that we we don't even call it what the world call it. We <laughs> call it our own name. We're right. so bad. I don't like screw the world. We don't want to give them football. We're going to say the finger to the world by making our own game Football be bigger than the world's game. Isn't that some American shit right really? there? What do you call that game? That football? Is some, yeah, that is cute. some American shit. Yeah, thanks it's for like, calling it football. We they, got we're gonna call something else football. You're soccer they, now. They, you're soccer now. Take that back you seat. are soccer. We're gonna use football you guys created before us, and we're gonna use that for our own national pastime. <laughs> So now, Guru, I am the quintessential, like, uh, American on this one. I didn't really care about the World Cup for the longest time. Moving to Seattle has made me care more about soccer and has made me realize, you know, the beautiful game and to watch a bit more because this town cares about its soccer out here in Seattle. And uh, I remember I didn't really watch a lot of the World Cup. The World Cup was in America in 94, which, uh, showing my age, that was the year I graduated from high school. So, like, that summer, the last thing on my mind was watching the World Cup. I didn't really watch a lot of it. But in 98, when I graduated from college, the World Cup in France, I graduated from college in May, and my band, I was in a punk band at that time, was going on tour in oh, June. Oh, man, who'd have known less you're in a punk band? It happens, yo. So uh, I, was, uh, I was going on tour in June, and so I had a couple of weeks where I couldn't get a job, wasn't doing anything, and I just woke up and watched the World Cup all the time and sort of fell in love with the spectacle Dude, that is the World Cup the in 1998. Page, the pageantry of the World Cup, man. Yeah. It's, it's just one of those things you can't describe it. Just the energy, just the whole world energized. It's beautiful. You see the beautiful people, the images. It's, it's just the whole world in one place. What is better than that, Lester? What is actually better than that? Nothing, man. I am with you 100% on this. I love, uh, I love watching now. I love watching how everybody comes out to it. I love seeing how different countries host it and put it on. It really is a, a great thing to watch. And that's why I don't even care that America's not in it. You know, like, I'm just, hey. I, I'll turn it on in the morning and I'm watching it anyway. It doesn't hey, matter who's hey, playing. I know Lester is not a big TV guy, but I, I see, doing the work, they air some commercials that are just straight, straight taking shots at the U.S. Really? Oh, yeah, man. Like, I, one of them had, like, Giselle on. He's talking about, sorry, America. You know, we some, <laughs> I, I everyone, the French, I mean, it's a multitude of them taking shots at America. I think it's like a Buick commercial or something, but I uh, don't quote me for that. I know the TV guy like that, but I did saw that caught my attention. Well, Guru, I imagine you being a worldly dude, uh, you probably with the family, uh, big soccer fans going back. Are you have anybody you're rooting for this time around? I'm Is always it? rooting for the African countries, man. I assumed it as much. It makes no sense, man. Obviously, the closest one to my side is the Senegal, the Senegal. So I'm a big Senegalese fan. So uh, that's the thing about the African continent. We all we all root for each other, especially when it comes to, uh, in, in in a major magnitude event like the sport, uh, the World Cup. The World Cup. Yeah, we gotta show up, man. The continent gotta show up. All the Africans stand up, baby, stand up. And now, is it a big deal in Africa? Do they? Is it the kind of thing like they're gathered around their televisions, Damn uh, right, man. night and day when Damn it's on, kind right. of deal? It's on. Everything stops. It's on, man. I remember the, I think it was the 2006 World Cup uh, when it was in, I forgot where it was. Anyways, 
Uh, I was actually in I Africa. Don't I don't even know. I don't remember. That's that's. You were in that, Africa though, watching. Yeah, I was actually in Africa. Uh, in our country, Sierra Leone. We were in 2006 in the 06 World Cup, and uh, when the games was on at that time, it was the Ghana, the Black Stars was doing it, representing the Western part because Africans is split up. We're in the Western side of Africa, so the more the Cameroons, the Senegal's, the the Ivory Coast, uh, uh, the Nigerians, you know, the Ghana. So those those are the teams we basically are more. Uh, congregated to, you know, so right, not the Ethiopias, not yeah, the I South mean, Africans, still, course, but that. I mean, you root for them. Yeah, we root for them, but if it's uh, you know, draw put a draw, obviously the West Side, West Side represent, but the whole continent of Africa, we all support each other. But if you pull my leg, I always you know root a little bit more for the West Side. That's the best side. <laughs> so now Senegal played uh, today. They did not do uh, particularly well at the at the end of the game. The Japan came back and uh, played them to a draw this morning. So I they think are that's still this should after the. Should I still got them to the top two, man? I still in I, it in Group H. Yeah, yeah still yeah. Uh, still going. Now, I love actually the group play in this because, like I said, I don't really care. I love the soccer because it's over in two hours. You know, like, unlike the American sports, you turn it on, it's 45 minutes. They do a halftime, it's 45, it's 45 more minutes. Yeah. You're out of there in two hours. It's it's quick. It goes by. There's no commercials. It's constant motion. Mm. I don't know why more Americans don't get behind uh, a soccer. Just as a viewing sport, it really is a great thing to watch. I think the problem is that as we see with the Americans not making, our teams out here aren't very good. Uh, you know, like, I'm not getting up on Saturday mornings. I got a buddy who wants me to get up every Saturday morning and go watch the Premier League with him at a bar in Seattle. I'm like, dude, I am not getting up at 5 a.m. on a fucking Saturday to go watch soccer. How are you drinking beer? It is 5 a.m. on a fucking Saturday. But he goes every week, and uh, uh, almost hey, every week. Hey, that's the same reason why on a Sunday it's 10 a.m. I'm drinking beer. It's a different thing then, yeah, though. That's no, a, that's the, there's a no, law. No, because what you just, it's not a different. And the world is watching football, premier football, drinking at 10 a.m. And what are we doing in the West Coast at 10 a.m.? We're watching we're what? Watching, we're watching football on Sundays. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good point again. <laughs> so, Guru... When you're looking at this tournament here, do you think it? it you, we obviously don't think it matters Dude. that America's in it or not. Nah, obviously us here at TTR, we all Americanized, so we're just gonna cut to the chase. Just like we're gonna be front chasers. The only reason we're gonna go, we only talk about it because that's the most important thing going on right now. Uh, but I just want to, I do like the pageantry. I do think it's the best pageantry. I do like it over the Olympics. Well, we got a question here. One of the questions we want to ask here is, which would you rather be at in person? Because this is the world sporting events. It's mm -hmm. once every four years. It's a mm -hmm. big deal. Mm -hmm. uh, so the only thing akin to it is the Olympics, where you travel to someplace else in the world and you watch uh, what they're doing mm -hmm. and, and go there and watch a bunch of sports. Now, for us, it would be you know maybe the Super Bowl, maybe a Game 7 of the World Series or Game 7 of the NBA. Mm -hmm. What would you rather go to, Guru? You got one chance. You're going to go to one sporting event. You're going to go to the World Cup. You're going to go to the NBA Finals. You're going to go to the World Series. You're going to go to the Olympics. What do you want to do? Oh, man. I think this is easy as ABC. Take it to the bang. Take it to the, not Kirk Cousin no more. Take this to the Matt Ryan. Matt, <laughs> Matt Ryan, Ryan bank, baby. Sing, sing, well, Take beam. it straight up to Maddie Ice's bank. Sing, sing, well, Definitely want to see the World Cup, man. The World Cup? Come on, man. You see, one thing I love about the World Cup is just something unique. It's just the names. Like, I love the names of the world, just different cultures, different names, and just the rhythmic aspect of it. It's so beautiful, man. It's so and funny to me when, when you get, like, an African team playing, like, a, a, a Northern Japanese, European team oh, or a no, Japanese team. I like team. when they play Sungu or Japanese against an African. It's like, yeah. you, it's like how does the 
commentators know how to pronounce those names. Well, that's the funniest thing. Listening to an American commentator pronounce like that Japan versus Senegal <laughs> is is crazy to watch. I just I don't know how they're doing. I don't know how they know it. I love that too. So you picked the World Cup. Yeah, I take the World Cup, man. Just the fact it's just in a grandiose stage. And as far as um, imagine uh, uh, the things that actually happened prior to that, right? As far right. as let's just say the tailgate. Dude, in America, <laughs> you have the whole world. You get a sample what the Polish be eating, you know, what the French like to cook. Come on, man. Don't even think about that, man. You're missing the whole thing, the whole masterpiece, you man. No, you're absolutely right. I was going to say, you know, I would love, as much as I love the World Series, and if the Phillies are in it, you know that I want to be there over anything. It doesn't matter. Birth of the child, uh, my own wedding. I'm going to the Phillies World Series if I can. But if, uh, if they're not in it, it, it would either, for me, have to be the Olympics or the World Cup, because the Olympics, you see a bunch of different sports and you see all that stuff. But you're right about the World Cup in the sense that the scene, the tailgate, the fans, the excitement, there's something about that soccer fan that is different from that Olympic. The Olympic fan I see is more hoity-toity, like, ooh, we're here to see my son. The soccer fan is just there to paint their face and yell, you know? that I, I would go see the World Cup, too. I think that's the right choice. It's always the right choice, man. And you know what? I, I think I'm, I'm not going to like what you're doing right now, Lestro. It, 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 we start. We got to start being American sometimes, where we have to give respect to the world. It's called football. I, well, I'll call it football if you want to call it football. <laughs> I don't care. I'll take you that know, right. We're I'll, calling it just like what the British is when I came out in the world. They were English. Then guess what? Us Americans who come out, we have our own version yeah, of English. We're calling it English. Yeah, we call it English. Yeah, we're not calling it American. Yeah. And now, when you think about English, what do you think about? I think about what we talk. <laughs> The English are like that ain't English, but I'm with you, man. I, uh, you know, you know me. I'm not a football expert. I'm not I'm a no, football I, I, expert. Damn right. I'm not a football you, expert. You but I, I would call it football if you want to. I would do it just to piss off Roger I'm not Goodell. A football let's, expert. Uh, uh, let's call it football. I, I, what I, are we? Hey, at least for the majority of the world, you know, because guess what? The Americans are not there, so that's the only one. The, you got to realize the Americans are the only one. I call it soccer, <laughs> and we're not even there. So why don't we just call it what it is? Football. 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 All right, I'm with you. So one more question on this then is that uh, watching this, there are some major sports stars uh, in, in soccer. Now, a lot of them barely register in the United States, and we don't really think about it too much, but there are some major sports mega stars. Mega star. Mega the World Cup stars. Right yeah, there, so man. who's the uh, bigger World Cup star would be? Who's the bigger star in the world is a question. The biggest in the, in the world in soccer are Christian Ronaldo and, uh, and Messi. And then there's, um, there's LeBron James, I would think, would be someone you could toss into the biggest oh, star in the world. He might be some, somebody might have heard of his name here and there. Maybe maybe a Serena Williams. Oh, just a little. I don't know. Maybe I heard Maybe of, a Roger. That sounds familiar. Did you hear they're changing the seating at the U.S. Open to take into account her pregnancy? I love that. And then um, the uh, the other one might be Roger Federer as, oh, as a possibility, yeah, uh, you yeah, know, to get in there. You know, Roger might get his little something, something. But look, we might throw a little twist here, man. Just throw it out there. Oh my, maybe Alexandro Vetcher. Oh, oh, the guru throwing a homer. All caps, baby. Great All caps. Couldn't go without bringing that in, like me with the Eagles. All man. caps, baby. Hey, man. Hey, All man. caps. Uh, so who do you think is the biggest star in the world then? If you had to rank them, what would you put at the top of the spot here, uh, knowing the World Cup's going on, even if not you know what? a major name in America? The funny thing is, two months ago, the biggest star in the world, LeBron James. Right. Everybody hanging on every word. Right now, the biggest star in the world is Cristiano Ronaldo. Right. A month from now, the biggest decision and star in the world will be LeBron James. LeBron James, James. <laughs> he comes back. 
So as you ask this question, the answer is Ronaldo. Right. And when you ask this question in five episodes after this, the answer will be the king. The king is the back. King. The king of L.A. James, L.A. Braun. Well, that actually sets up a nice transition here, uh, Guru, then, because we're going to move from the World Cup to the uh, to the NBA offseason, which in the past couple of years... Adam Silver, boy. I'll tell you what, man. He has made the offseason something to watch in the NBA. I don't know how he did it. Now, as a process-trusting Sixer fan... It's really all we had for a couple of years. Uh -huh. So we got into the offseason as sort of the machinations and what are you going to be your assets and who are you going to pick and because we got nothing going on uh, up until last season. So we had to focus on the offseason and the possibility of it. But man, everywhere this has gotten to the big deal. And we just passed through the NBA draft. So let's start with the draft. Guru, what are your thoughts on this year's NBA draft? We saw nothing too surprising in the top pick with uh, the Phoenix Suns taking DeAndre Ayton. But then the Kings kind of came out of nowhere with, with Bagley and, and spurned Luka Doncic, who, uh, who got uh, traded to Dallas when the Hawks picked him up. So Doncic's going to go to the Mavericks. Any other surprises in this for you? Uh, the NBA draft. Yeah. The NBA draft. You know what I like about the NBA draft? It's not. I don't really pay attention when they get picked because it's always trades. It's always trades. It's always trades. My team was the big one this year. They're always trades. Yeah. Always, always trades. So I really don't look at the second pick, third pick, fourth pick until you know, oh, is it going to be a trade? It's not going to be a trade. So I'm not really surprised. I think um, DeAndre is the... The, the 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 best player, right? I think uh, that's hands down. Um, I think he he earned that spot. Uh, obviously, what he did, he dominated. He yeah, dominated. Dominated. And his skill set that's going to the new type of NBA now. The new type of NBA, it's unbelievable. But he's a big man going into the NBA now. The, a lot Athletic of the talk, big man, right? But a lot of the talk was With in great footwork in that modern small ball warriors era. Why are people taking centers? And I'm like, screw it, man. That's not going to last forever. By the time Aiton hits his prime, it's going to be big ball it's era be again. Big ball era again. Because that's the thing. It's especially be big, if they can shoot. It's going exactly. Uh, it's going to be big ball. Uh, big ball era with the fours and the fives that could shoot threes. Just plain and simple. And also, come down there. I'm not talking about just off the dribble. You know, they're going to make that corner threes. That's what that's what the new NBA is going. And also, when you do the, like, the pick and roll, they all can throw it up, and they go up there and dunk it. Go and get it. And go get it. Like yeah. the Clint Capella. Yeah. Just like a Clint Capella. The new NBA favors those type of guys. The more athletic guys. Now, if you could shoot, especially uh, just, just a little bit spot up three to just stretch the court, my gosh, you're going to be a freaking freaking you know what T more bank than Matt Ryan and Matt Ryan got a hell of a bank baby well now that's the uh that's the scene well sort of the promise of Joel Embiid is that he can pull up that that three-pointer he's that big man underneath that can can drop a three-pointer on you from time to time Mr. he actually commented on this when Aiton was taken he said don't compare me to Aiton I play defense which uh... is <laughs> admit it man you wish Joel was on your team but uh but I, what do you like in this draft? You, who do you think are the winners, sort of losers? Do you have a, do you like, have any coming I like, out? No, I like Marvin Bagwell. I think collectively, I think this uh, the talent of the NBA. It is freaking amazing, bro. Yeah, it just, just keeps getting better. Oh my gosh, man! Just the kids. I feel like the, more of the athletic kids are kind of moving on to the NBA. It's kind of it's just weird. They're playing basketball at an earlier age. Uh, we might have to check records on that. What that concussion has done to the youth? Because I see more. NBA, the NBA is in a great situation. Oh, that, yeah. that transition from LeBron's guys and, and error, and now with the new guys coming in, the NBA is in a great, 
great situation with the young talent. I mean, I love them all, man. I think all those guys are all excellent, excellent players. You know, from the bags. I like Bagwas. I like Michael Porter Jr. I like I like the European kid. You could just Doncic, look Luka Doncic. Yes, yeah. you could see, and him going to Dallas, man. That is just a That's beautiful, great. beautiful spot for him. Just. Just masterpiece movement as far as what Cuban and those guys are doing over there. So um, I love what Adam Silver and I love just, you know, I look at the bigger picture as far as the branding of the NBA and I love what they're promoting into the world. I'm telling you, watch out. The NBA is starting to be, let me take that back, the NFL better watch out because right now, the last couple years, the NBA offseason might be better than the regular season. Yeah, and then you got the regular season where they still might dominate be, the talk. Hey, might be better than the regular season because guess what the whole world hands is going to be? Decisions. Yes, this summer in the Decisions. NBA is all about who's going where. And then we'll see, you know, we'll know what the what the finals are going to probably uh, shake out look oh, like. We'll we, have our three, four dude, teams. Come on, man. We everyone in the mama like I don't. No one's going to be a genius, even if we say it. And uh, the guys in Disney say it, and the guys in Turner say it. We all knew it's going to be Cleveland and and the Warriors. It, the Warriors are stacked to go back next year, but the question is still Cleveland because <laughs> we don't know about LeBron's future yet. Okay, it's going to be where LeBron is versus the Warriors. <laughs> You know, how about that? Like, let me just rephrase that. Wherever LeBron is, it could be anywhere in the East, they were going to the finals. And I kept telling you guys were just chasing the little sweetness. Oh, Boston, this, 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 that. No, wherever LeBron is, yep. he's been doing it for eight straight years, they're going to the finals. Boy, he took that. The team he took this year, man, he could take anybody. He goes, he moves to a team with any other player on it, they'll be dangerous. I mean, like we've seen, he took some shitty teams. He took the best team there. He won both. He lost both. So it is what it is. Well, now I'll say from this draft, I really like what the Suns did in this draft. Now, Ooh. Phoenix was an, an sort of an afterthought in the season. They were the number one pick for a reason. Uh, I think Aiton sets them up well. And then they made the, a smart move by trading with the 76ers for Macau Bridges, who I I was I gotta a tell you a winner. I was excited. Yeah, I was excited when the when the Sixers picked him tenth because not only is he a Philly boy, wants to play in Philly, excited to be with the team. He's a proven winner, and winner. we always talk on this show about the pedigree, that championship mm-hmm. pedigree. Mm-hmm. He knows what it takes. I saw him slotting in and uh, you know performing for the team almost immediately. Mm-hmm. And then they traded him. They turned around and they traded him to the Suns for Zaire Smith and an unprotected 2021 draft pick. Now, I don't spend a lot of time paying attention to a lot of the uh, draft the, warm-up the, like guys the do. 2020 draft picks, right? Yeah, right, 2021. I don't spend a lot of time looking at the, looking at the players, but it's my understanding that Smith was uh, like a 1B option for the Sixers. And they say that he's got the higher upside, but he won't slot in as a big performer now. But the key was that draft pick, that unprotected Miami 2021 draft pick, mm-hmm. which now can be used as an asset so that the that, Sixers can use to try and get... Janice? Anybody. Oh, I'm about to say, Janice? Either they might go after the King, they might go after George, they could even play in for Kawhi. They're actually getting uh, mentioned in the in the Kawhi situation, hey. which we know we're going to get to, but... Yeah, hey, we already know what... I, I already told you this. L.A. Braun... L.A. Braun... With... The magic, the magic man doing the number one recruiting time, which was he didn't even have to worry about paying for expenses because the league brought, hit, brought those guys in right his backyard. Come on. Like, I don't think people are understanding what this guy is. All right. Magic Come Johnson on, man. has made more money off the court, off the court yeah. than he made on the court. And now LeBron James is going to learn from this guy. 
is not about basketball. This is this is not a basketball decision. Guru, I hadn't even considered that aspect of it. Like I know that I know that LeBron wants to get to LA to do those things, but you're absolutely right. Of the guys that have left basketball and successfully become, you know, sort of moguls in that uh, in that in that field, Magic Johnson has done it. You know, like he's he's done sort of blazed the path that uh, that LeBron wants to travel. The Magic Man. Yeah. The Magic Man. And you come on in LA. LA Braun, man. All right, so let's get into it. Okay, forget the draft. Move on. Let's talk about the rest of the NBA yeah, offseason yeah, here. Because we, we, we got a bunch of player movements to talk about. Now, the first domino, if you will, fell with uh, Carmelo Anthony staying in OKC. No surprise, no big deal. But the big prizes that are still out there are LeBron. We have to know what he's going to do. Uh, uh, Paul George. And then uh, and then this Kawhi Leonard situation. Kawhi. What the hell is going on with Kawhi Leonard, Guru? Kawhi wants out, man. Yeah, I'm I'm surprised it's, by this. Uh, what's to be surprised about? Kawhi's a L.A. boy. He's a Cali boy. Is it just that simple, or do you think there was some sort of souring in Dude. San Antonio, or does he just not want to play in Texas? It's, it's it's like this, all right? He's got pop. It's like this. Houston is better than San Antonio. Right. All right. Golden State is better than San Antonio. That's including Kawhi, right? And no major, major, major moguls, per se, a major star, superstar, megastar, wants to live in San Antonio, dude. Well, it'd be better than so, other places. Better no, than Oklahoma. Put it like this. San Antonio, Oklahoma is similar to our demographics, okay? So, but right? do you think... It's similar demographics. The income is, they're going to be the one that makes more money than t- uh, uh, everybody in the state times 100. So, I... You're going to stand out brighter than the freaking North Star, <laughs> man. Come on. So, I understand that, you know, wanting to go to L.A., but... The, the the Spurs have already said no. We're not trading him to the Lakers. Uh, they've they've cut that down. They've, I mean, it could still change depending on the package that the shows up and everything man. like that. Would you it would you trade him to L. A. What would it take for you to trade him to an, a, a rival like L. A. I would send him east. You know, I would be like, all right, you want out? I'm sending you east. Uh, I'm not sending you to the Lakers. And then the question becomes: If you're a team in the East, do you take him for the rental year? Dude, this is what always happens. This is the thing about the NBA. They always have some type of triangular trades going on. You know, one team can want to make a trade. They get four other teams involved. It's like <laughs> you going through Google Maps to find out exactly what just happened here. <laughs> you know, so Kwaku land in Boston. From Boston, he he go he goes straight. He don't even pack it. He don't get a plane ticket there. And all of a sudden, boom, he's gone to damn L.A. So there's a lot of mix and match out here. And I'll tell you one thing, whatever the king, that's what we're not, that, I'm telling you. L.A. Brown wants Paul George. He wants Kwai. You think he? he, he no. What the king want for you? For you to become the king, you get what you want. Like why are we not understanding this? Surprise! Right? surprise. How do you become the king? You get what you want. Uh-oh, the king is dead tired of Golden State. Everyone is get tired of Golden State. And guess what? Now they got to develop a, a team, and it's Kwai, it's Paul, and it's LeBron. Let's get it. However it works, they're going to make it work. See, and I still think Kawhi ends up in the East because I don't think I think the Spurs uh, I don't think the Spurs trade him uh, in, in division, yeah, if you will. In technicality. You think someone yes. else does, though. And then, yes. And then all of a sudden, hey, Kawhi is going to be like, I don't want to play here, so what are you going to do? Uh, L.A., guess what? I'll give you a whole bunch of young talent. Well, now, that's L.A. has the talent. I'll give you a bunch of young talent. 
that's just young pups. They can't even go go to the club or even go to the alcohol. They can't even drink right now. See, those are what? the guys that should be sent to the middle of the country. Send them to Oklahoma. It's nothing to do anyway. Exactly. You got to go to bed early. Hey, exactly. And then give the guys like Kwai. He know who he wants to be next to L.A. Brown, baby. L.A. Brown. So this becomes a question then. Would you want your team to go after these guys? Let's say, because my team, let's uh, let's use the Sixers. Because I'm a Sixers fan, and they are in the of mix for all gonna, of these of guys. Of course we're going to use the Sixers. Well, they're one of the teams that's in the mix for all of these Every names. Every team is in the mix. But it means they've got to get rid of, you know, Markel Fultz, Dario Saric, Covington, a pick. Uh, would you trade those kind of, of players that have developed with the team? Or would you rather have your team try and do what it's done with what it's built. I mean, would you go after this big name and trade half of what it is? Yeah. You would. That's that simple. This, this is the NBA. You need two great players. Well, now what? Well, we got two. two. You need three. Well, yeah. yeah. That's it. It's not about the young guns no more. It's not, oh, let's develop a team. No, you need three three great guys, man. And then you get role players. And that's just the way it is. That's just, I mean, it's, uh, that's how you win, right? You get a, a great. <laughs> the past because, couple of years hey, it has Because been. at the end of the day, Draymond Green, you know, makes him great because he's a role player. He does his role greatly. Great. Great. Yeah. You just get a bunch of guys that play great, like uh, uh, Andre Gugala, uh, uh, Livingston. Those guys are great role players. And you just get your major three cores. That's why you get Kawhi, L.A. Braun, you get Paul George. And then you get any other average guy because of those guys' magnitude and those just, just the eliteness, they should carry on those other guys, just like a plane. Those carry-ons should not be no charge, man. And then the so carry-on package carry should on. be no charge. <laughs> Those carry-on players should be free, man. And then what you pay for the big luggages. Right, they shouldn't even hit That's the salary you cap. Yeah. Your carry-ons you don't hit. You pay the big luggages, man. You get, you get Swaggy P for free. He doesn't he just put him above above the uh, the overhead compartment. Don't worry about Swaggy P. We're not charging for him. No, uh, but I, I guess the, the how does uh, L.A., I mean, they've got the, the young talent they could move for, uh, Kawhi, they've got you know the Ingram and and Kuzma and Ball and they got some picks because they've sucked for a while. Uh, that seems to be the team that would have the best what to about, get. What about the Melon? Oh, <laughs> over in a they, well, he's trying to sell him a Melon. He's gonna get traded anyway. <laughs> Isaiah Thomas, I forgot they that he's still in the Lakers. Melon, man. He's not gonna be there come start the season. I can't, I can't imagine. <laughs> So, Guru, uh, thoughts going, final thoughts on the NBA uh, offseason going forward. Uh, uh, where do you see as the first domino to fall? You think nothing happens until LeBron announces where he's going or? Dude, yeah. That's it. Yeah. Decision 3.0. It's just LeBron because everybody got to kind of what LeBron does. Right now, I mean, I know what LeBron is doing. Everybody could do all this. Oh, my God, this, this, and that. I know because you know why? Nike. Come on, man. Korea. <laughs> and there's a whole bunch of jobs opening in Inglewood, California. <laughs> ain't no, ain't no I, Nike I, jobs in L.A. or Philly. No, there ain't no Nike job in Houston or oh, San sorry, Antonio. Cleveland or Philly. Or San Antonio, I tell you that. <laughs> but it's in somehow, some way, there must be a, anticipating a blockbuster move. So do you see this really as L.A. versus the field, like betting-wise? Is it is it the Lakers versus the field? Because I take the field. I'm still not convinced that, dude, that Braun I, is going already, to L.A. Already, it's not even convinced, dude. It's over. It's, it's over. Like, I, there's nothing anyone could tell me. It's L.A. Braun. There is no way. He will go nowhere. Take this to the bank. I'm telling you. If you want to, I'm going to take the Vegas out in this one. Take this straight up to the, the billionaire bank. 
not even a millionaire bank. Take it to the bank. Link to team LeBron will, will be in Inglewood and he will be playing for the Los Angeles Lakers starting the 2018 NBA season. All right, and with that pronouncement, I think we'll leave it there, Guru, and we will uh, we'll take a quick break with uh, LeBron headed to L.A., L.A. Bron. L.A. Bron, baby. We'll take a quick break here on TTR, and we'll come back. Guru, you're going to talk about your uh, your top five centers in the NFL, switch it back up to the national pastime, right? They're not baseball, but the uh, NFL, the top five centers in the NFL. You know we got the two-minute drill. We got game time coming up. Stick around. TTR. Talk Radio, back again, segment two. Guru, you know how this goes. Plug time. It's a plug, man. You plug got, time. This guy is the best pluginator in the history of plugging. Go ahead and plug, man. Trash Talk Radio, brought to you as always by TrashTalkRadio.com and the world of SportsNetwork.com. World of Sports Network, connecting the world through the sports we love. Head on over there for all your sports needs. We got the Trash Talk Radio link. We got the on court, off court link. We got Denton Day's column. We got Guru on there. We got the Attorney at Sports on there. We got Base Heads on there. Anything you could possibly want to talk sports on, all your needs, World of Sports Network.com. If you're looking for me, Lestro, you can find me on Twitter at More or Lestro. More or Lestro on Twitter. And the best place to find the Guru is on Instagram at Guru's Film room check out guru's film room on instagram he's got his thoughts just his thoughts on a whole bunch of stuff every day check it out guru i think i got through it i think you got it all man trashtalkradio.com yes sir yes sir hashtag ttr hashtag ttr forget all that hashtag yes sir yes sir yes sir yes sir yes sir yes sir (laughs) all right so guru let's get back into it here with segment two we know we got to get back to the nfl it seems like it's been a while since we've been talking about the nfl Uh but you know we're going to get back into it sooner than later so let's start talking about football here i know you have been eyeing up the players on every team here uh in the offseason to tell us who are the top guys at every spot and today we're going to begin at the beginning where it all starts every play starts in the hands of the center man people fail to realize we all love football but before football starts the most important player and the one nobody usually know that's why i'm going to start this rankings with the most important position yes you might think the quarterback that's when, when, when anyone talk about the most important position you think about quarterback Absolutely not. Before the quarterback could even be utilized, they got to hike the ball. Now, now we're going to talk about the top five centers going into a 2018 NFL season. You know, it's a great point, Guru. They always say that the guy who has the ball in every play is the quarterback, and that's the most important position. But you know what? Someone's got to make sure he gets that ball. And if he doesn't, then what's the point? You know what I mean? Zach DeMundo. So let's start at number five, Guru. We'll do this uh, Casey Kasem style and ah, count it down. To- Who's our number five center it, going it, into 2018? It, it's about time, man. Our number five center going to 2018, Brandon Linder, Jacksonville Jaguars. Brandon Linder of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Now, he's putting the ball into the hands of Blake Bortles, so he better know what he's doing. It's not even Blake Bortles, but Blake Bortles is always clean. Always clean. Always clean. Uh-huh. The leader of that young offensive line group, which also got that power. That's a power 
power offensive line group with Leonard Fournette. You see what happens in the goal line with the offensive line. It's led by Brandon Linder with the Jacksonville Jaguars. So, Guru, actually, I'm thinking before we get through this, you should tell us what you're looking for in a center. What makes a good Great center? Question. What makes a good center is, is always one of the things is the IQ. Really? Be the it's the IQ, football IQ. The football IQ as far as adjusting, as far as being in the same synchronized position with your quarterback. That relationship it is beyond crucial. It is the most important relationship because you guys have to see the same thing without speaking. Mm -hmm. Does that kind of make sense? Your eyes and your brains have to work together, and that's what you need because you also have the offensive. You also have the other offensive lines to also think about. So that the center is with IQ and technique. I'm not worried looking about the motor. I'm looking about the technique as far as your hand movement because you have to be able to place your hands and move your hands and go to the second level as far as position your body, especially in the zone blocking scheme or even the power scheme. Your hand movement, your feet, your feet in every sport, that's common. It's your feet. But I look for your feet and hand placement and leverage. Those are my three things I'm looking for, for the leverage, the feet, and the hand placement. So this is like the football player's football player is oh the center, God. man. It's, it's, it's those center. of us sitting up sitting up in the stands uh, drinking our beer just watching the game. We may not notice what's going on in the center position and in the lines, but this is really where it all matters. This is, you know? this is where it gets, gets down to brass this tacks. This is where it gets down to, down to the down. And that's where I started with my boy, and he's an up-and-comer. He's a young guy. But watch out for Brandon Linder because that's the reason how. One of the reasons why Jacksonville, Jacksonville offense, and Jackson went all the way to the AFC championship game because they were led by, you think about Blake Bortles, but also Brandon Linder. I don't think Blake Bortles was leading anything. Powerful, anybody. powerful running game. That powerful running game. And a defense. It was not bad either that last year. Such so that's number five. We go to Jacksonville for uh, Brandon Linder for our uh, number five center in football. Number four, Guru. Number four. Alex Mack, the OG. Alex Mack has always been the best. We're now in the, in the game known as one of the best in the game. Best at the center position. Undersized, but his quickness, his technique is by far one of the best in probably the history of the game. Alex Mack is a pl I'm flat out stud. Uh, I mean, my opinion, he has enough to be a Hall of Fame type caliber pedigree. Alex Mack of the... Atlanta At the Atlanta Falcons, up there so, protecting Matty Ice. Matty Ice, and look what he does with those running backs. So last year, Alex Mack allowed nine pressure with zero sacks allowed. No kidding. Nine pressure in all those snaps, over 450 snaps, allowed nine pressure and zero sack, and he's an anchor to help Dante, I mean Freeman, and um, Buddy over in the Atlanta Falcons running game. And we all know they have a great, great one-two punch in Atlanta, and as well as Matty Ice. But remember, Alex Mack is the anchor of that offensive line. Number four, Alex Mack of the Atlanta Falcons. Number three, Guru. Number three. You're going to like this, you know. Um, I mentioned this before, and he could have been a little bit higher. And I, I went back and forth. I went back and forth, but it came down to a little thing between two and three. Number three. Travis Kelsey of the Philadelphia Eagles. And you remember last year, now obviously I told you they got the best offensive line yeah. in football. I said it was in the Cowboys. Everyone's getting the game messed up. But the Eagles had the best offensive line, and I also said they had the best defensive line going into last year. And Travis Kelsey uh, just took the next step. Now, he's not. We got Jason. Isn't, isn't Jason the I'm one? I'm sorry, Jason Jason's Kelsey. the one in I'm Philly. sorry, yeah, the Kelsey brothers. Jason Terry. 
the one in, 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 in yeah, Jason Kelsey in Philadelphia, yeah. the center. Look at it now. That, that's, that's the thing about being a center. And then when you have a brother or another, another guy that's playing in a different position, that's a little more famous. Yeah. yeah. So I remember Travis. I'll take that. To, I'll take that back, Jason. You are the man. And he had only allowed last year allowed twenty pressures with two sacks allowed. I'll tell you. Beyond that, Jason Kelsey <laughs> became a favorite in Philadelphia during favorite. his parade, wearing the Mummers uniform, singing "We're from Philly, fucking Philly. No one loves us. We don't care." He really cemented himself as as a major guy there. Just a, a, a fantastic player on that team. The city loves him. He is core. It's Dude. good to know that he, on the field he still ranks that high it, too. It's so hang when it comes to space. Now he's a younger Alex Mack. When it comes to just space and it's just his movement, that's what we talk about. These guys could just, he could do every blocking you could possibly have as far as his technique wise and his leverage. Now he's a little bit like he, like I said, he allowed two sacks. It's not, it's not major, but considering to the next elite league level, he needs to allow, that won't happen. I got to narrow it down. But the two sacks is because he's not, that, the pass blocking is not his strength, but he took significant steps towards that. And you think run blocking, he might be the best run blocking center in the NFL right now. And has he hit his ceiling yet? Then is Absolutely he still on his way up? Not. That's Absolutely what I like to hear. Not. Absolutely not. Every year he's ascended. Absolutely not. He might be, in my opinion, the best center by the end of next year. Jason Kelsey, number three, going into 2018. We'll see where he lands at the end of the season. Who is number two then, Guru, headed into the season? Number two. Um, yeah, I said they didn't have the best offensive line, but they did have one of the best offensive line. Travis Frederick from uh, the Dallas Cowboys. I mean, that guy's mammoth. That guy's what you want. He does it all. He's a great pass protector. He's a great run protector. He's a outstanding. Uh, he put the whole team in positions. He anchored that line. I know a lot of people think it's Tyron Smith, uh, Tyron Smith but Travis Frederick, he's the one that started that whole uh, movement. Travis Frederick for Wisconsin um, allowed zero, zero sack on Dak. Prescott, uh, the 2017 season. So Travis Frederick is my number two ranked center in the NFL. I can't say I'm happy about a Dallas Cowboy ranking uh, ahead of an Eagle. So one thing you guys going to know about the guru, and everybody knows he hates the Cowboys. Because I agree with you, uh, generally speaking, about the Cowboys. But all right, we'll give it to him. Travis Frederick, number two from Dallas. That means we've reached the number one center going into the 2018 season. Just to review, number five, Brandon Leonard from Jacksonville. Number four, Alex Mack from Atlanta. Number three, Jason Kelsey in Philadelphia. And number two, Travis Frederick in Dallas. That leaves us to the number one center headed into the 2018 18 hey, season number one center number one beast and these people i know the real football guys are watching and know what takes happen rodney hudson oakland raiders this man is what you call the prototype as far as long arms as far as strength as far as footwork as far as everything you want in a prototype center prototype center does it all. He's a premier center in the NFL. He might be, no, no, might be. He is the best pass blocking center in the NFL, and it's not even close. Let me just tell you a little thing. For the last two years, allowed, let me tell you how many sacks he allowed in two years. In two in years. In two years. The same amount as Krispy Kreme. Zero. Zero. Zero sacks. And what's even more outstanding with his technique, he only allowed one pressure and one quarterback pressure in two years two years one quarterback pressure and one hit 
on a quarterback. That's in incredible, years. actually. You think, you think Carr? You not think, the one that you, took him out, is you, it? You think that Carr is loving life over there? I think he's happy where he is, you yeah, think, yeah. You think when he hiked the ball, he don't worry about nobody coming through the middle on him? Barely not. He's not worried about In two years, that's never happened. Now, it's not the guy that took him out two years ago, was it? Because <laughs> if it's the one guy, then maybe you're thinking. The but, one guy. Yeah, Rodney, the one guy you let through. Well, Rodney Hudson, he's the premier center, the young cat, about 50 in the league out of Florida State, the best center in the Guru's top five list in the NFL. And there you have it, the top five centers in the NFL heading into the uh, 2018 season. Brandon Linden, Alex Mack, Jason Kelsey, uh, Travis Frederick, and Rodney Hudson uh, anchoring it all down there in Oakland. So, Guru, we're going to get uh, more of these as we get closer to the season. Where are we going next? Oh, yeah. We, we always got to stay. We build a team. Tease them, man. I, Tease them. I'm, I'm like the Bill Parcell theory. We build from the inside out, baby. So from the centers, we got to show love to the guards. The guards. The guards, baby. Just like in everything. You know what that means. The guys that guard everything. So we next week, we will be talking about the top five premier guards in the NFL. Tune in for that. We will catch uh, the top five guards in the NFL heading into the 2018 <laughs> season on the next ep- episode 40 of TTR when that gets See, here. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. When you're 40, you ain't sexy no more. So that's why we talking about them guards, baby. Hey, now. I'm pretty sexy. All right. All right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll let you tell I'll it. I'll tell you. <laughs> All right. I hear it. All right. That's fine. Okay. So, Guru, that brings us to the two-minute drill. Are you ready? You already know, man. How we play the two-minute drill here. You already know. How we play the two-minute drill here on uh, Trash Talk Radio is this is our chance to get to the things we didn't have a chance to talk about in the show. I put two minutes on the clock. I start throwing questions at the guru. Are you ready? You already know, man. Two minutes on the clock. going. The uh, the big three league started on Friday. I actually missed the games. It looks fantastic. Guru, are you watching the big three? Um... Which one, LeBron, Kawhi, and Paul George? So that's a no then? <laughs> no, Ice Cube's league. Oh, man, the only big three is what LeBron, Paul George, and Kawhi's doing. Their decisions. <laughs> Watching that next year, I guess. Next week, I next guess. Next month, man. So, uh, question number two: uh, Carmelo Anthony resigned with uh, uh, OKC. OKC. Uh, are you surprised? Uh, do you think they'll trade him? What happens here? Hey, best move for Carmelo, man. Stay Damn in straight. Stay in middle America. Nobody gonna worry about you, hear about you, and just let Russell Westbrook get all the de- the negative publicity you used to have. I agree with that entirely. <laughs> all right, so back to football. Uh, famous Jameis Winston got a three game suspension this. Soccer? Week. Three game, yeah, famous Jameis down there. You said football soccer. I'm sorry, American football. Oh, oh look at that! Hang on, wait. Getting into American football, famous Jameis Winston got a three game suspension uh, to start the season next year, leaving the Buccaneers in the hands of Ryan Fitzpatrick. They will face the Saints, the Eagles, and the Steelers. My question is, does it really matter? Over under Fitzpatrick throw nine picks. No, uh, I'll take the over. In three games, I'm taking the <laughs> over. Oh man, Fitzpatrick throw nine. Winston's gonna throw seven. It don't matter. <laughs> Famous <laughs> Jameis, he's overrated. I was not a fan of him. He's he's one of those guys. He's just his maturity level is not there yet. So uh, I, I, honestly, I think this is the last year of Famous Jameis in Tampa, but and Dirk uh, Dirk Kurt and that whole organization. That's just a preview in the guru's mind because Tampa Bay is going to be a, a top five worst team in the NFL. Sticking with American football, American football, there's a bunch of big names holding out this year, as there always is, Guru. Uh, the biggest are uh, Aaron Donald, uh, Julio Jones, uh, Earl Thomas, Le'Veon Bell, and, and David Johnson, uh, all holding out this year. Who 
is uh, is the biggest deal holding out. Aaron, mother, good. Hey, dude, we're not in Disney, right? We're not on Disney. Aaron, motherfucking Donald from the LA is Rams, the best player in the NFL. Not call Tom Brady. Pay that man. Aaron Donald is the best football player not named Tom Brady. Y'all better pay that man, L.A., because I know y'all, I know Nike coming over there. I know L.A. Brown coming over there. Y'all better pay that boy in L.A. Same scene, well, beam. All right, Guru, I know the clock is off, but I got one more question for you on the, on the, on the two-minute drill. Last weekend, we got surprise albums by both Nas and Jay-Z and Beyonce. Did you listen to either? Which one strikes your fancy better? What do, what do you think of these? Man, why does Jay-Z always got to do it to Nas, man? <laughs> why can't just Nas get his little fame real quick before before the Carter family got to do it, man? The Carter duos, man. <laughs> you know, I listen you know to it. I'm trying to hear Kim and Kanye could do something. I want to see Chloe and Tristan do something. I want to see all the crazy couples do something on the album. That's the new thing now, man. It's the power couple? It's the power couple, baby. Well, I got good news for you, Guru, because as we move from the two-point, uh, the the, uh, the two-minute drill into game time, I'm going to have a power couple game for you. Oh, yeah. Here we go. Let's Here get it. Go. Game time. Game time. Game on. Game on. Game time. Sounds like game time to me. We should do the three of us should play a game of stickball. All right, Guru, so game time. It is our special power couple game here on uh, Trash Talk Radio. And as always on game time, right answers get us Marv. Yes! Wrong answers get us Rabel. It's no good! All right, so here we go in the power couple game. You know, Let's get it, baby. We might as well just start with the power couple that started all of it, Jay-Z and Beyonce, whose Everything is Love album we just talked about in the two-minute drill. But they've collaborated 12 times prior to that surprise album drop last weekend. Guru, what was the first song on which they appeared together? Was it Bonnie and Clyde, Crazy in Love, Drunk in Love, or That's How You Like It? What was the first song? Oh, PG-13, man. What was the first song? That's How You Like It, Crazy in Love, Drunk in Love. Or Bonnie and Clyde. Bonnie and Clyde. What what did that be on? The first one is... Uh, Crazy in Love, Drunk in Love, one of them. It's no good! It's actually Bonnie and Clyde. Oh, 03 Bonnie and Clyde yeah, from the man. Blueprint it, 2, it Jay-Z's all, album. Man, it was all the same era, man. It's all the same era. It's new era. That's how you like it actually came out the next year. Hey, on, balls, on man, Internet. that's how who like it. <laughs> I don't like the title of that whole. That's how you like it, man. Is, is that a subliminal message of Beyonce? That's how you like it, girl. It, it was then. That's why I tell the wife. That's how you like it. Yeah, but now you better watch yourself because Beyonce is running things. If you heard this song, it's a uh, Jay Z is Robin. He's wearing a little green shorts ah. now. You better watch yourself. Oh man, I, you know what? I'm tough fall. Yeah. <laughs> tough fall. All right, question number two. Now this is a sports show, right? So let's get back to the sports. Seattle Seahawks quarterback Russell Wilson is also married to a pop star. Uh, it's a Sierra who actually toured with Jay-Z back in 2009. Mm. Though as of yet, they have not released an album together. Yeah, because you don't know how she likes it or how she wants it. Hello. <laughs> so that said, Sierra has apparently released six albums. Guru, can you name a single Sierra song? Yeah, man. 
That goodies, my goodies, my goodies, my goodies, my goodies. Hey, all right, you got that. Yeah. I couldn't. Apparently six albums and I couldn't. Hell, man. So which one of these is not a Sierra album? Fantasy Ride? The, the album title or song of album? This is the album title. Oh, man, I don't know the title of the album. All right, fine. I'll give that one to you anyway because you got goodies, a song. I didn't know this song. That was my one of them. goodies, my goodies, my goodies. <laughs> Question number three. Uh, those two are not the only pop star athlete power couple out there. Uh, the most famous is probably soccer superstar David Beckham and his wife Victoria Beckham, a former Spice Girl. So, mm. well, former, mm. once a Spice Girl, always, always a, spice a Spice Girl. girl. So here's the question for you, Guru. What was her Spice name? In the Spice Girls, what was Victoria Beckham known as? Was she Sporty Spice, Baby Spice, Posh Spice, or Sparkle Spice? Sporty babies, posh or sparkle? Which was Victoria Beckham before marrying I, I David mean, Beckham? Look, look, just just because the guru is gonna use his Google mindset because her husband is a sports guy, so I'm assuming she's attracted to a sports guy. So I think she might be sporty spice. Mister, no good. Whoa! She was actually. Posh Spice. Victoria Beckham posh. Was posh Spice. Very, very British. Posh. Very posh. All right, question number four. A few years back, uh, now NBA champion Swaggy P, Nick Young, dated pop star Iggy Azalea until a teammate, D'Angelo Russell, <laughs> leaked a tape of him talking about cheating on her as part of a prank war. Here's the question, though. What was the name of the stupid website on which it first appeared? Was it Famulous? Celeb Leak? Lakers leak or dirt scope? Famulus, celeb leak, Lakers leak or dirt scope? Who broke the Iggy Azalea cheating tape? Oh man, that's a dirty story, man. You're I got right That's a dirt spoke. Oh, that is a good guess. It's no good. It was actually Famulus. Man, come on. I didn't on. know that either, man. I had to. I had to look that up. Man, come, come on, on, man. <laughs> Speaking of NBA celebrity power couples, uh, while Ben Simmons and Kendra, uh, Kendall Jenner has potential, it's the, over for the Sixers. The top NBA celeb duo has to be Dwayne Wade and Gabrielle Union. But Wade, Omaha, stand up, Omaha, Omaha. Wade is not the only NBA player that Union's dated in her lifetime. Which future NBA oh, star did she what? date in high school? It broke up with her actually two weeks before junior prom. He broke up with her. She broke up with him. He broke up with her two weeks before junior prom. Was it Juwan Howard, Jason Kidd, Steve Nash, or Ray Allen? What other pop star, or what other NBA star did Gabriella Union date in high school? Was it Juwan Howard, Jason Kidd, Steve Nash, or Ray Allen? In high school. In high school. Man, Steve Nash white, so I don't know about Steve Nash. <laughs> uh, Juwan Howard, Jason Kidd, or Ray Allen? Jason you? Kidd is from the West Coast, and I know uh, Gabrielle is from Omaha, Nebraska. So I guess Juwan Howard. It's no good! It's actually Jason Kidd. How the hell did that happen? I don't know, but they did it in high school, and Jason Kidd... Hey, look, just because they were on that uh, Black Planet back then... Cause it's just because they were not black. That was before tenders and everything for y'all ladies and y'all y'all millennial. That was before tender. <laughs> just because they were on Black Planet <laughs> don't mean they hey, were man. dating. 
I'm just going to say, I, I get this information from Wikipedia, so who knows? Oh, right man, we got Wiki. Jason Kidd, well done, <laughs> back as a kid. All right, number six, perhaps the top athlete power couple of all time, though uh, the Jay-Z and Beyonce of sports, if you will, is Andre Agassi and Steffi Graf. Oh, both of whom, and Graf. Both of whom have gold medals and multiple wins in tennis's major events. Agassi, for example, has eight majors in his career, but Steffi Graf actually has more major wins than Andre Agassi. How many titles, uh, major titles, does Steffi Graf have? Is it 10, 15, 18, or 22? How many titles does Steffi Graf have? Andre has eight. His wife has 10, 15, 18, or 22? Uh, just to make it funny, just knowing Lester, because I have no freaking clue. <laughs> Uh, I would just say 18. Ooh, it's actually... It's no good! Dude, I missed 22. Every, every freaking question, man. All right, well, then I got finally for you on this last one. Not all power couple projects work out as well as the Carters did for Jay and Bay. Most notoriously, a single movie all but destroyed the magical turn-of-the-century power couple, Ben Affleck and J-Lo. Guru, ben and Joe. Guru, what was the name of the movie that was the bomb that destroyed that couple. No hints. Do you remember the name of this movie? That destroyed Ben Affleck and J-Lo. Oh, my gosh. What is the Wendy singer? Uh, no. I'll give you a, You want a hint? Yeah, I want a hint. All right. That's the title. Can you pronounce it? Good. Gidgely? <laughs> Gidgely was Gilly. the name of that one. Gilly. And that is why that movie failed. Dude, I don't like this game show. No. I lost <laughs> everything. I don't like it. And that is how we play the power couple game on, uh, on Trash Talk Radio. I promise next time we won't stick to the uh, the power couples. We'll get back to something a little more yeah, fun. man. Forget all them power couples, man. Throwing shots and shades out there. That is how we uh, play uh, the, the games on Trash Talk Radio. That is all the time we have this week on Trash Talk Radio. You can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Twitter. But the best place to find us is at TrashTalkRadio.com, the world of sports network.com, World of Sports Network, connecting the world through the sports we love. You can find me at more Lestro. You can find him at Guru's Film Room. Until next time, I'm Lestro. It's the Guru. Thanks for listening. Bye. That goodies, about goodies, my goodies, my goodies, my goodies. <laughs> <laughs>